Join Sean and Brad as they talk about sports and share a beer. From the east coast of Canada to the west coast of the United States. Over to you boys. Everybody, what's good with you? Guys, Beer Sports back once again. Sean, how are you? I'm excellent. So, yeah, I'm joined here with Mr. Brad Tesh. He's undefeated as his jersey undefeated. will state. Undefeated yeah. since 2008, which coincidentally is the same year I got married. So, do your own math. Hey, buddy. Uh, doing all right. Um, so, today, I, uh, for this episode, I wanted to get into, and I know you hate this, Brad. I know you hate it. But the CFL does have a postseason coming up, and I wanted to get into some of that. Thank God they have a postseason. <laughs> oh, you mean? Oh, you mean the playoffs? Yeah, the playoffs. Uh, I would I just to- like to say that first of all, I'm not the only one that hates this. So <laughs> keep that in the forefront of your brain as we're talking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's get into a little NHL action there as well. Um, okay. And. Man, we'll talk a little NBA, and we'll get into this uh, whole entire week 11 there after Mac Jones and the New England Patriots disposed of the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, you know what's interesting about that just quickly is that you know Atlanta was 500 uh, 10 days ago, and now they're two games below 500, and they've been outscored like 68-3. to three uh, I know, I so. know. And now for some Canadian contact. So it's hard to believe we're here. Um, there's a lot of games that had to be. This, this was this was a shortened CFL season. What what what? Nothing. That could just apply to a lot of things. Uh-huh. You know, it's really hard to believe we're here. Yeah. Can you, you believe know. they're still trying to wrap up the season, but they have the postseason already done? Like there's. there's you know, games. Well, yeah, that's just silly. First of all, and we yeah. saw that in hockey. Remember last year, like. They made the Canucks finish a couple games while they're waiting for the postseason to start, even though they were mathematically eliminated. Yeah. So stupid. Like uh, I will say this. It's interesting that you chose to open the CFL segment, which it's hard to believe that we're here because I haven't been to a lot of funerals, but I feel like every funeral I've been to, that's how it opens. So. <laughs> well, Man, I, I'm looking at it, and I mean, unless, of course, you were following this season, there was the COVID outbreak for Edmonton. They had to make up, they had to play three games uh, in six days. What's going on in Edmonton with these COVID breakouts? Huh? They got, uh, well, uh, that's Alberta, right? Thing? The premier kind of, he called it an endemic and made a very bad call on that. And uh, COVID just went rampant. So, yeah, he had to walk that one back a bit. He didn't, yeah. didn't follow the science. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know who he was listening to. And then he ended up blaming his, his own uh, doctors and everything, saying, this is the uh, information they gave me. Well, I don't know. But I'll leave that for another day. Yeah. But here's the thing, though. The Elks actually beat the Argos. Who's the number one team in the East? They beat them. Then they got stomped on by BC. Edmonton did 43 to 10. Last night, forty-three. Uh, How do you score forty? Is that you got like the boondoggle or what's that stupid thing called? Where you get a point? The rouge. The rouge. Oh, that's right. Boondoggle yeah, rouge. rouge. Same thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so you know, like so, Montreal, who's in the postseason, loses to Ottawa. So right now, Hamilton's hosting Montreal, and the Saskatchewan Roughriders are hosting the Calgary Stampeders. 
Oh, Saskatchewan's in. I'm all into this. Let's do this. That's my favorite. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're going to win the they're going to win the Grey Cup. Well, Winnipeg's a juggernaut this season, so nope. Saskatchewan <laughs> mark it down, stamp it. Then <laughs> an international and, post. And of course, I'm going for the boatmen. So, let's go Argo. What? The boatmen. Okay. I Did you even... not All right. Do you remember Homer's Iliad? Do you remember Homer's nope. Iliad? You never read Homer's Iliad. I read ESPN. I didn't read Homer's. The only Homer I recognize is Homer Simpson. Anyways, one of the books he wrote about was Jake's Jason and the Argonauts. One of the stories that was in the Iliad. Okay. The Argonauts are boat, boatmen. They're boatmen. Uh, but isn't Toronto landlocked? No, we have Lake Ontario. Okay, so they're landlocked. We have Lake Ontario that goes and attaches to everywhere. It's a major. It's a major hub. Okay. Is it like the Mississippi? Like, is Lake Ontario on the Mississippi kind of? No. <laughs> okay. The five great lakes, event? buddy. The five great lakes. Like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. You, you, you've never heard of the five great lakes. But they lakes. connect to the ocean? How? Yeah, through through the St. Lawrence. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. You don't know the St. Lawrence either, but that's okay. That's all right. I'm, I'm with you. If it's like the Mississippi, I get it. It's, cool. <laughs> it's like Canadian I wouldn't call it. I wouldn't call it a major hub. It's like St. Kansas City. It's a major hub because it attaches to the Mississippi. You know that Toronto is... Toronto is like the third largest city in... Uh, yeah, that doesn't mean they have the third largest port district. That's all I'm saying. Right. Actually, I'm lying to you. They're, oh, they're, they're around the fourth largest city in North America. 50th in the world. Yeah, I'm just I'm just taking umbrage with boatmen because I live on a coast where actual boats can you know sail the ocean. Yeah, the Argonauts are boats. Dock. All right, we're we're way off topic here. So I'm just saying that listen, you're just, like I get the Saskatchewan's the Rough Riders because that makes sense, right? That's why I rock with them. But the Argonauts being in Toronto, which is lake locked, if you would, <laughs> instead of you know a seaport. That's all I'm saying. This doesn't make any sense to me. I thought Argonauts was like a generic astronaut, and then I was like, "Oh, that makes sense." That Toronto's a big space city, so <laughs> futuristic. That's what I didn't know. Shit, that's what I thought it was. I was some futuristic gotta, astronaut, and they were like, "I was like, oh, okay, well, that's silly. That's fun. You know, it's you like got, you gotta Orlando your, Magic." You got to read your Greek uh, mythology and uh, nope. and nope. stories, man. It's I don't. I made it forty-two years without needing it. I think I'm good. <laughs> Well, there we go. Uh, yeah, so CFL playoffs going on. Um, I'm, I'm pretty stoked about it because it's good to have some sort of resemblance of football up north, even though we all follow the NFL as well because that is the product, you know. You realize that you are following a league that is high schoolish. When you have college football, just, you know, you could throw a rock and hit a college town probably from where you are. Like, man, how deeply are you going to hold on to your roots instead of just being like, you know what? There's two better products out there, the NFL and college football. I'm all in. Man, I mean, I have, I, listen, I have an O'Carver High School shirt in my closet that I wear to football games. You should retire that shirt and just wear it to football games. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with supporting that team. But we're not talking about O'Carver High School football and their playoffs this weekend either. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. But you know, when we could, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sorry. I shouldn't. I know plenty of you like the CFL. I'll let Sean keep going. 
Well, I mean, that's it. The postseason's happening. Um, uh, it's going to be great. Um, Winnipeg, just, Winnipeg's the juggernaut. Are they still the Jets? No, no, they're the Blue Bombers. Oh, okay. Were they ever the Jets? Never. They've always been the Blue oh. Bombers. Who was the Jets? Wasn't there a CFL team named the Jets? No. Oh. No. There was they two Rough like Riders. A, there was two Rough Riders. A, yeah, I remember that. They just have a jet on their helmet or something. Is that maybe where I'm confused? No. No. They don't have a jet on their helmet. They're the Blue Bombers. What is it like a blue football? It's like a football. Yeah. So it's like bombers. a generic Tech Mobile football game uniform <laughs> from 1986. You know, and the oh. Montreal Alouettes. You got to like that. God, right? I'm trying, Sean. I'm trying to get on board. I just can't. I, every little thing I learn, I just I can't do it. <laughs> it's the Rouge that throws you. I think it's the Rouge. Yeah, I, it's more than that. But okay. <laughs> Right, let's, the let's, ruse, it's the ruse that kicks me. See what I did there? See? I love it. I love it. I, I listen when you talk to me. <laughs> hey, hey, man. Let's give a shout out to our sponsors quickly. Yeah, shout out to Flyers Brewery that makes the best porter hands down. Uh, I'll, I'll, just t- I'll say that right now. I, I don't care who you are. That's where it's at. Uh, you can find them in Whidbey. You can find them in stores. I Quietly, I'll mail you one if you want. Just hit me up. Uh, and then shout out to Bodega Brawl. Our friends there launching, doing big things. Doing massively big things, launching in stores. They got street fairs. They got 18 pre-orders left for Christmas. Don't sleep, folks. The new juggernaut of board games, Bodega Brawl. Find them on social media. Find them on bodegabrawl.com. Tell them we sent you. Uh, we love those boys over there at Bodega Brawl. And for all your manscaping needs, go to Smooth My Balls, www.smoothmyballs backslash guysbeersports.com in order to get your 15% off. You need to smooth them in order to be grooving. Okay. So let's. Uh, oh, I like it. Smoothing to be grooving. That's and for, all the, for all the technical folks, you know, you don't have to put www in there. You can just type it in. Let my 50 year old self uh, figure this out. The Luddites. Yeah. <laughs> Man, hockey season's up and going. We're almost, we're almost a, a quarter of the way through the season, you know? It's yeah. funny how it does. Quarter of the way through the season and already shaving points or shaving games, aren't we? Well, Ottawa unfortunately had to postpone their game there because of like yep. the amount of COVID that happened there. It's crazy. Um, it affects my fantasy hockey league as well. I'm not too happy about that. Yep. That's man, fantasy's tough everywhere. That's um, I rough. tell you. Yeah. You know, how about this news that starting um, January 15, Canada's not going to allow unvaccinated American athletes to travel across the border? How does that impact the schedule? Well, I mean, I think we knew that that was coming, anyways. Um, you're going to see players. Well, the NHL is pretty much everybody's vaccinated because they're good boys, you know. Uh, <laughs> NFL's got their own thing. But the NBA, I mean, really, it's only if you're coming to Well, the NFL doesn't matter because no one's coming to Toronto to play. Anymore. Exactly. Or anywhere else in Canada. I'm just talking about, you know. NBA, it impacts, really. Yeah, well, it impacts the NBA, really. I mean, it impacts a little bit of the NHL. It's going to impact Major League Baseball. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The likelihood of your Toronto Blue Jays starting the season again in Toronto, I feel like, is in jeopardy. Uh, we'll see. It's it's hard to say. Um, I mean, well, right now, they're... I'm just saying, in five months, if that's the stance, yeah, they're going to make a play that's not competitive if you have to leave behind five or six of your players to go to Toronto to play. Well, yeah. I mean, here here's my thing though. They're they're still talking about a lockout happening for Major League Baseball there. Like they're at an impasse right now. 
So it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. Um, Robbie Ray wins a Cy Young. Otani wins uh, the MVP. But which man, it would have been a complete travesty if uh, he doesn't win MVP. Yeah, I think so as what well. He did, I mean, you know, and what yeah. that guy did, we haven't, we've never seen that since Babe Ruth. Like, even yeah. still, even since Babe Ruth, right? He was way better than Babe Ruth was, even comparing statistics. All right, yeah. that might be blasphemy, but I don't know. Uh, <laughs> he definitely is, he did something super historic, and I, I. I know there's a lot of people that were just like, you know, Vladdy for sure, hands down, but come on. Um, a pitcher doing what he did, you had to give him the MVP nod. Uh, Vladimir Guerrero had a great season. He did. But but his RBIs really should have been a lot more like, I don't know, man. Like uh, when I look at some of those games, it, he had a great batting average. Wasn't yeah, Otani you know, did most of the same things that Vladdy did. Mm-hmm. And pitched every five days. Exactly. So I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. wild. Like that's every crazy. fifth game, he wasn't hitting. Yeah. Most of the time, right? A couple times in AL parks, he was hitting and pitching at the same time. But you know, think about how many games he gave up on the bat and was still pacing. Uh, Lottie, right? That's cr- yeah, that's yeah. It's it's unbelievable. It's insane. Yeah. yeah. Now. Um, the only way that Vladdy wins that if he hits 60 home runs, you know what I mean? Like yeah. straight up, yeah. it, that's that's the only way. Or the Blue Jays make the postseason because he hit 60 home I, runs. That doesn't. Yeah. I don't think that is it. Yeah, no, 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 but no, he had he had a he had a hit. Uh, 60 them making, home runs. yeah, them and making it, the was it wasn't it weird that Marcus no Simeon, Marcus Simeon was number three. Yeah, like. Yeah. You know, the 2021 and, and, opening day Seattle Mariners second baseman Marcus Simeon. Oh my goodness! Now I've heard it all. Wow. <laughs> I, I just would say that Toronto making the playoffs has no bearing on if. Bloody no, I, I I agree. All I'm saying is that, you know, like, Vladdy would have had to play it, and he did. He did play it amazing. But that next like you're going up against a pitcher hitting the exact, almost the exact same amount of home runs as you. And like you said, pitching every five days playing left field, I believe, or right field. It's like just getting out there to like, whenever he was done pitching, he'd go out there, uh, you know, yeah, he would like DH the day after he pitched, then he'd go play in the field. That's yeah. Uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. So like I said, the only way really that I see, I saw Vladdy winning it is he had to hit 60 home runs. I mean, you had to turn your eyes away from what's happening there. He had, to, he, would have had to, he would have had to hit 62. He would have had to been a legit breaking the home run record. Yeah. Which is so still I mean, held by Barry Bonds, but you know, we can both agree that that isn't a real home run record. But. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I mean, the uh, real one, not the asterisk one, right? That's yeah. what I'm saying. And then jumping I mean, back to your lockout question, real quick, I think, I mean, I agree with you, right? They have to have a deal in place by December 2nd, which feels um, improbable at this point. Yeah. But I cannot fathom that in this pandemic era where they just lost a bunch of money last year and didn't make a lot of it back this year, that they would alienate fans again. I just can't. I can't fathom they would lose games. It would be terrible to do that yeah, I w- i'm not saying they will lock them out i would imagine they lock them out but i bet they have a deal in place before spring training starts i just can't fathom a business model where they feel like that's yeah. a win like when i look at it right um it took them a long time from that last lockout to really build back fans and now they got it back 
to do that right now would be, I think. Well, is fence riding as you're seeing in baseball, right? I mean, the numbers haven't fully come back for viewership from the pandemic. No. As a matter of fact, hockey is growing and hockey's had two lockouts, you know, and and it's growing every day. But um, yeah, a lockout would be. Like you, yeah. like you were stating, you have to look at you have to look at uh, ESPN and TNT's coverage of hockey right now. Like it's everywhere, Sean. I can watch a hockey game every single night. I know, I know. They, and growing up where I grew, where I live, right, I could watch hockey every night on CBC, which right. is Canadian broadcasting. So it's a little bit different for me. But like my friends that live in the Midwest or you know California, Texas, those places that didn't get CBC, they can now watch hockey every night of the week. This is There's a reason why it's growing, and that's one of the reasons why. That is absolutely one of the reasons, you know. Um, I think that they were taking a, a – got an email. Yeah, I think they were taking a page out of the uh, NBA and the NFL as far as just trying to, you know, get that TV – the TV rights down, you know. And well, it's in the background. That's just the thing. Like, yeah. you know, baseball viewership is what it is, but if you talk to people or like maybe it's just me and my friends, it's on the it's on in the background. I'm never sitting down watching actively watching a baseball game unless it's the last two innings and it's close. Well, I'll tell you, I but the game's I on. The game's yeah. on, right? Like yeah. I'm, it's on, and but it's in the background, right? I'm on my phone or I'm talking to somebody or I'm if, you know if my team's around the, the house. Like if my team's in the hunt, I'm starting to watch around late July. Like really start to take where are you watch where are you starting to watch the game though versus where it comes on is what my question is. Because for me, I agree with you, right? Mm-hmm. But the game's on, mm-hmm. but I'm doing stuff until the seventh inning. And if it's close, I'm going to sit down and watch it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That, that, I'm not I, watching I the that. whole – I'm not watching the whole game. Yeah. You know. Like the only full baseball games I'm watching – you know what was crazy to me? Mm-hmm. I don't know where we talked about this or not, but when uh, there was the Astros-Red Sox season, remember it happened on – there was a game on a Thursday night where there was also football. And I started to watch the Astros game and the Red Sox game. And I think I watched the first two innings. I went over to watch football and I would check back in on the Astros Red Sox game. And then when the football game was over, I went back to the game, which was still on. It was only in the seventh inning. Isn't that crazy? That's how long a baseball game is sometimes. And that's crazy that I watched four innings of baseball and still watch an entire NFL game in the middle of it. Yeah. Well, here's the thing is that I think that they've, they've done a good job speeding it up recently there with the 42nd rule to get the, or the 20 second, 20 second for the next batter to get up. It's 25. Uh, I think it's something weird. Yeah. 30 second. Anyway, we should know. The pitcher, the pitcher has to pitch to three batters before they can switch them. You know what I mean? So, I mean, those things, yeah, it it affects you in the postseason maybe, for matchups and stuff like that, but it does keep the game moving along. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of. It. I think it's great. I, I hated the one pitcher for one batter guy. That was terrible. That's yeah, but that was that was part of the uh, that was part of the uh, the strategy, right? Is like, well, he's a left-hander. We can't have. Well, him you have, it's this. Yeah. It doesn't take away strategy. It just makes it a different strategy now. Well, it's true. Now you have to you have to play it. You got to weigh it out, right? And like, exactly. Okay, well, this guy's good against two of those guys, but not against one. This guy's better against one, but not the two. So I'll put yeah. you know I gotta go yeah. this guy, and then that guy. Like man, that's just awesome. I think that's great. Yeah. Well, my biggest thing there too is just how they've changed the game, and just in the past few years with analytics, as far as just like that starting pitcher is going to be definitely coming out after the six or around the six because it's like they don't want him to see this guy a third time through. But, yeah, it's less about pitch count now, right, and more about optics. Exactly. How many times have you seen him? 
Uh, what I would like to see them kill is the goddamn shift. Ah. I hate the shift. <laughs> and the shift is like, yeah, it's it's like different variations it. of it as well. Yeah. Um, but my favorite though is like when I think about Jack Morris and the Minnesota Twins, right? When he pitched like ten innings to win the World Series. Yeah. You don't see that anymore. That's not well, kind of. I mean, you're seeing guys pitch on short rest on games that are elimination games. You're seeing, you know, yeah, starters yeah, from two nights yeah. ago coming in and pitching a couple innings. You're seeing, yeah. I wouldn't say that if you had, like, say, like a healthy Justin Verlander, that you wouldn't let him go 10 innings if he was on. Or even Clayton Kershaw, right? Kershaw could get 10 if he was healthy and motivated. You know what I mean? Like, there's a couple yeah. pitchers still that they would let go. But you'd have to have a manager with, with some gojones, right? You'd have to have a smooth my balls character that wasn't having any sweat. You know what I mean? Like that would be, you know, that's the move. That, and that's the danger, I think, of analytics and managerial decisions these days is not going with your gut. That's it. We saw it two years ago in the postseason, and I should remember what happened. But remember um, the guy in Tampa caught a lot of heat because he pulled – yeah, his Blake. starter when his starter was hot, he pulled Blake out, and then it was like then they got shelled right after that and lost the game, yeah. and that guy was just dealing right. Oh yeah. So that means well, Blake Snell was great. He was pitching amazing, and they pulled him, and then. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That was your that's your complete game guy, right? That in that in that mode, you could tell that that guy had it, and he was going to throw a complete game in the World Series, and it was going to be awesome. That's and that right. got taken away from him, and I was happy to see them get. Yeah. Him. Hey, I just want to point out that uh, I have a clear talent for steering you off the NHL because you're going to go NHL and we ended up on baseball. I know, I know, you do. Uh, and and the thing is, I can't resist. <laughs> We're talking sports. I can't resist. Okay. I don't yeah, know if uh, the term "candy from a baby" lines up or not, but uh, <laughs> Brad, the great derailer. It's more like I, it's more like I'm a toddler and you have candy. I'm just going to take it quickly, you know. And uh, the hottest team in the NHL right now. You want to talk about the Carolina Hurricanes or whatever their names are? No, that would be the Maple Leafs. Uh, False. Hottest team? Nope. Yeah. Behind Florida and Carolina. Yeah, but as far as the last 10, they're 9-1-0. and so. Their last three. The last 10. Carolina's, uh, Carolina's 13-2, and two, Sean. That's right. We're 12-5, and 1-1. One and one. Yeah. Okay, so who's the hottest team then? It's the Leafs right now. Winning oh, you just wins. you just want to parse it apart and say that's what the deal is because that's yeah. not factual. <laughs> it's so factual. It's not factual. So true. A team with two losses in thirteen in fifteen games versus what are you saying now nine zero and one? So what? Carolina's nine and one. So like they're a half game hotter than they're the team that's actually two. winning. They're eight and two. They're okay. pretty hot. <laughs> And have been hotter longer. I'll give you that. Your team has three more losses. How do you mean you'll give me that? I'll give in, you the, that. in the season, who's been hotter? Oh, uh, Carolina, Florida, yeah. Ottawa. Yeah. No. Edmonton. No. I mean, listen, te- listen, technically, Ottawa's been hotter. I'm sure all those guys had fevers. <laughs> Oh, but you have a look. This hockey season's been great. Like, like Carolina is a sexy team. Eight two and zero for the last ten. Unbelievably talented. Um, Thirteen and two for the folks following at home. Full season. Don't let Sean's narrative distract you from the real truth. 
Minnesota, the Wild. They look pretty decent over there in the West. And of course, Edmonton. And you know what? I, here's, here's the other thing I just wanted to bring up, Brad. You and uh, Reed there going off about, oh, the Canadian League, blah, 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 blah. Canadian League is not a real league, blah, 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 blah. We have a look at this here. The Canadian teams, there's two that are not really competitive this season. Just two, three. Three that are not competitive. There's Out of four how many? teams. Four teams. How many teams? We have seven. There's four okay. teams that are dominant this season. Dominant. Dominant. Come on. Toronto's doing what they're doing. You which got the is, Winnipeg yeah, Jets. Which is five losses in 15 games. Winnipeg Jets look great. How many, losses, how many losses do they have in 15 games? They have nine wins, four losses, and four overtime losses, which are still points. So that's okay. good. Those are still losses, though, right? We can, yeah. Like, that's a barely a 500 team. Your team is a 6 6 7 team. Oh Keep going. God. Listen, we're all in well, that not, top listen, area. I'm just saying it's not dominant. We're not talking about batting averages here, oh, right? We're talking about God. winning percentages. Toronto, Toronto is among the top 10 teams. All right. Is that, is that considered dominant in your household? Yeah. Out of 32? Come on. So you're a third as good as everyone else? Whatever. Top third? Listen. listen I know that fractions, I know fractions are hard for you. Fractions but like, are hard. All I'm saying is, is that you guys are poo-pooing all over the Canadian League. Canadian League, they've gone back to their uh, re- reassigned areas, and they're all representing. So... Uh-huh. I would just say one, it's Canadian teams, not Canadian league. Your profiler. <laughs> oh, it was a Canadian and league two. last season. Remember the Canadian division? Yeah, sure. Yeah. But it's still just the Canadian teams. It's not any different. You, uh-huh. you can't continue to go over and then be like, oh, we're this much better. Listen, if anything, if anything, Connor McDavid looks better now playing against all these other teams in the West. And the West is like, that's, yeah. a, that's a stacked, stacked. You know, I was really hoping that you would make your argument that your Maple Leafs are playing well and that Austin Matthews wasn't even averaging a point per game yet and that that's where the ceiling was going to be. But instead, you chose to dice up their standings to fit your narrative. Ah. (laughs) I'm just stating that you guys are all poo-pooing about how bad the Canadian teams are going to be when they all go back to their real I'm just saying that you really had an opportunity. Like, if you would have said... Hey Brad, you want to know what? Like, sure, you know Toronto's thirteen and five, or whatever we are, eight and ten, whatever it is. Twelve, five and one. Yeah. Sure. What's it? What's it? Twelve, five and one. Twelve, five and one. Right, which is twelve and six for Americans. No, they got a point out of that. That's not twelve and six. Yeah. It's a point. <laughs> no wins and losses, son. Not oh points. my gosh. However, right, we're like, hey, that's where we are. You know what? We're we're competitive right now. I want you to know, hey, you know, uh, Austin Matthews isn't even scoring a point a game. And he, last year, he was prolific. He was and prolific. He was more. Yeah. Like, the ceiling for this Maple Leafs team was really high. I'm really have high standards for the rest of the year. I would have been like, man, Sean's great. Like, pff, zero pushback for me. But instead, here we are at your funeral. <laughs> at my funeral. Once again, I once just again had to state my it. sixth favorite team. I just had to state it, okay? I just had to say it. Like, you guys poo-pooed in the Canadians, but the Canadians, they poo-poo back. Once again, a bronze medal for your argument. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, I think the cat gets the gold medal for the argument because she just walked away and I get the silver, <laughs> but you get the bronze. Canada and the U.S. are playing in uh, soccer there coming up, eh? That's going to be a big game. Yeah. With the <laughs> yeah. It'll be a big game for the fan base. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to watch it, right? I love, oh, I love of course. it. It's fantastic, but like <laughs> overall... Walk down the street and talk to 10 guys and be like, Hey, you know, uh, I know in the states, it's like, Who cares about the world cup? Who cares about the there's world? There's a cup giant, there's, I mean, there's a big following in the states for the world cup, it's just not as big as the population. I mean, yeah, I know, I know, you know. I, but it was just funny. Like, I remember when the world cup was on last, I went to Ohio and it was, Hey, you guys want to watch world cup? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like okay, <laughs> well. You know, I, I guess the Midwest is not a big thing over there, which I can't blame them. I mean, they, they have don't, uh, not a, mid, a lot of Midwest soccer playing going on. I don't no. think. <laughs> even though they have the Columbus Crew, right? It's like in the MLS. I don't even think that's. That. I don't think that's even their name anymore. I think they changed their name. Did they change their name? I think it's like the Columbus Football Team or something. I don't think oh, it's wow. even the Columbus Crew anymore. Ugly. So Ugly. if you're I mean, if you're going to shit all over Americans and our love for soccer, you should at least know the names of the teams. <laughs> Pretty sure it's the Columbus Crew, but. All right, well, Google it while I talk because you've been spending a lot of time on Google while we're here, and I like to just point out that I'm not Googling anything. These are all just off the top of my head, so Who feel free to refute me. Yeah, yeah, they're still, they're still the Columbus crew, buddy. Let's talk about it. What are you talking about? They're still the Columbus crew. Not, they haven't changed That's true. I don't know if that's true. It's not an article. Anyways. Someone on the East Coast changed their name from their name to the, the blank football team, and I thought it was Columbus, but... Was it New Clearly, York? I'm wrong. If the Google, no, it wasn't New York. It no. was a smaller market. I was surprised mm-hmm. to even register it. I don't know. Yeah. All it's right, inconsequential. Buddy. We should get to the football. Well, I just wanted to. Did you see that one play by James Harden there? Uh, who were they playing? Where he just refused to go for the ball. Like the ball went back court. He kind of shantied up to it. Yeah. And Buddy Boy just took it and slammed it, and he didn't even play him. He didn't. He just said, "Go for it." Just mm-hmm. go for yep. it. Um, I will say that since then he's been on a tear. It, yeah, because that was just like I think he he probably got some locker room justice, like because that was just oh, it was ugly looking. Yeah, man, you get bench for that playing in a rec league. You know what I mean? Like your homies in the rec league aren't letting that pass. I can't imagine that the NBA folks let that pass. Man. And the Raptors are scrappy, but it's it's a tough season right now. Yeah, OG's out again for another month. Yeah, you or need so. him. Pascal looks like a shell of himself. Yeah, Scotty yeah. Barnes is good, but I watched CJ yeah. McCollum, who's six foot three, block him on a dunk, and so oh, that was crazy. Yeah, yeah, a little, little less, yeah, little less on him. But anymore. but you know, like the Warriors, like they just got rejuvenated. And I just saw last night. I they saw, didn't get rejuvenated. They got healthy, and they still yeah. have Clay Thompson, <laughs> who's an all-world shooter and probably Hall of Famer, and Andrew back, Wiggins so. too, playing it lights out. Um, yeah, I look at the Lakers. They're going to be man. Well, like I saw that game last raise your, night. Raise your hand if you were here when I said the Lakers were going to suck this year Whoa. because Russell Westbrook was the wrong addition. Yeah, I I, I remember you saying that. You were uh, so far hundred percent on point i i watched that game i mean lebron cannot carry this team no, and i don't know be. what is happening with anthony davis i have no idea 
Like, uh, follow me on this and then tell me how you think this is. I read this online this week and I thought, yeah, that's pretty close. If Anthony Davis retired this season, right? Mm. His comparison is Dwight Howard. Wow. You know what? It's scary to even think that, but it, it kind of seems that way. So let's hope not. It smells, right? smells like it fits. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy to even think about. Oh, my gosh. Well, I agree. I think we talked enough about this. Let's get into this NFL uh, week here because there is a lot of – because, like, as you said last week, parody in the NFL, it's impossible to call some of these games. But, hey, we're going to try. Right? Here we are, coin flipping it out. That's it. All right. You want me to go or you want to go with this? You go ahead and go. All right. All right. I'm just going to take a prize. We're going to stay away from the Lions because the Lions are crazy this week. So we'll stay away from there. Let's just let's just pick some winners. And uh... whoa, 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 whoa. The Lions are playing the Browns. No, I said the Lions, like the betting lines. Not the oh, Lions. the Lions. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Gotcha. Okay. All games matter here, Sean. That's true. It's true. All right, so we got Ravens and Soldier Field there against the Bears. Um, you know what? Lamar Jackson, that whole team, they they got embarrassed the week before. So, I don't know. I mean, everybody's already calling for Justin Fields' head. Like, they don't want him really? to start anymore. Like, six starts. Seen, really? Yeah. I haven't seen that at all. I've seen a bunch of fire Matt Nagy's. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, you got to look for Lamar Jackson, I think, to have a big day. You know, Khalil Mack going into reserve doesn't help them. They signed Bruce Irvin as a fix, and I can tell you firsthand that's not a fix. So, good luck. Mm-hmm. Baltimore. Yeah, I'm going Ravens, too. Yeah. And I think the Ravens win big. They they just want to they just want to get that ship right. There's, some, there's some get back. I think Jim Harbaugh has those guys ready. Oh, yeah. John Harbaugh. John Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh. One of the Jay Harbaugh's. One of them. <laughs> pretty vocal pretty vocal last week about or the last time they played about that team being ill-prepared and it was his fault so i'd imagine they come out firing yeah uh packers going into minnesota against the vikings uh divisional rivals uh no aaron jones for the pack you know who seems to have aaron Rodgers' number with anybody the vikings yeah well zimmer uh, well, Mikey Zimmer got a coaching scheme. He can, he can deal it. I'm thinking, I think Minnesota is the upset pick for me of the week. I think Minnesota. I don't even I know. I think so too, pick, and I think it's by a field goal. Uh, yeah, it's close. I think it's a close game. It's probably one of the funner games to watch. I, I think week, so. But. You know, and and it, and it keeps Minnesota in the playoff hunt too. <laughs> yeah, in the early window, that's the game to watch. Yeah, from an entertainment standpoint. Bills Colts. Um, I'm expecting big things from the Bills. Um, yeah. They have to keep on pace. <laughs> so now they saw New England win, they have to win. You know, you know what time of year games. it is, Sean? You know what time of year it is? Must win year. Uh, must win. Uh, must yeah, win. it's also the Carson Wentz gets hurt time of year. So. Oh, is it? <laughs> I, think um, Buffalo, I think Buffalo wins this game. I think so, too. Lions-Browns. I mean... What's the weather? First of all, you can see this game in Cleveland for 34 bucks. So if you're in the Ohio area, $34, you can go see your Browns get a win. It's probably going to be cold. Uh, but it, that shouldn't affect the Lions either. I mean, well, they, play a, they play in a dome. Yeah, so. that's true. But, I mean... You know, who's not, you know who's not from the cold? Jared Goff. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm he, maybe he won't play because his oblique is bothering him. So who knows? Yeah. Yeah, it's I, one of those things. It's still Cleveland by a lot. I, I don't imagine how it's not. Yeah. Right. Well, they have to win in order to keep pace, right? I mean, they yeah. have to they win. They Nick Chubb way. back and Detroit's run defense is suspect. Yeah. I don't see how. Now, it is me, the time of year though where the weather the weather starts to matter matter in some of these absolutely. games. You gotta you gotta take a look at the forecast. Absolutely. Uh Washington in Carolina against the Panthers. And uh hey, that's a that's a good game. It is it's a good game. It's it super fascinating. It, it's you know, Ron Revere getting his guys going again, uh facing his old team one, but two, it's also facing Cam Newton, who he's probably prepared to see. Cam probably has some get back that he wants for Ron, you know, because Ron didn't want to pick him up when he was, you know, out there a couple times. Yeah. Uh, that's the storyline. I don't know that Cam Newton plays well, but his energy is there. And so I think that even ramps it up even further. So not the locker room around him right now, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. And he'll have that stadium hype, you know, yeah. like, you know, Carolina loves Cam Newton, but they all, the thing is, though, is they also love Ron, right? Like, over yeah. about Ron's the face of the Carolina franchise. Did so much good work in that community. Has some real support there. It's going to be electric. I, th- I think Carolina wins, but I'm looking at uh, Washington by a field goal. I think that Washington wins. That's that's why I'm going. So this is good. This is good. This is good. Do they carry uh, they carry Riverboat Ron off the field when he went when they went. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps. Uh, Texans Titans. I think this is Titans all day. Yeah, it's at home. Yeah, Tennessee. Tennessee's got to win to keep pace with the number with the one seed. Yeah, and 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 Tennessee, what they get the Derrick Henry back next week? Maybe, maybe still in a couple of weeks. I mean, they just have to keep pace. Everyone else is starting to pick it up, right? The Bills are picking it up. New England's picking it up. KC's picking it up. Tennessee can't falter. They're going to lose that hold on the one seed. That's exactly it. Um. But the thing is, is that you're at least blessed to be playing a team like the Texans. So listen, if you're in Tennessee, you can go to this game for twenty-two bucks. That's so great. that should tell you what you need to know. Then we got uh, the Jaguars versus the 49ers. 49ers, big win, um, beating the Rams last week. Uh, I think they give the Jaguars all sorts of troubles. Here's I don't know. the thing: Jacksonville's defense has been better the past two weeks. Yeah. <clears throat> right? Jimmy G is not great. San yeah. Francisco has to travel, and Jimmy G is not great. Yeah. So, in the face of defense, when he's got happy feet, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I don't know. But George Kittle's looking like George Kittle. I mean, yeah. And, and they'll, you know, the thing is, right, is uh, Miles Jack can either take George Kittle or Debo Samuel, but he can't do both. So, I think that San Francisco wins. I don't think it's by a lot. I, I would go along with that. Uh, Miami, hey, Dave, Dolph- Dave, if you're listening, 36 bucks, you can get in the game and go watch Jacksonville. <laughs> Miami Dolphins against New York Jets in New York. In New York. 21 bucks if you're in New York City to go see this game. That's how terrible it is. I think it's Dolphins by a lot. I don't think it's even close. Yeah. Joe Flacco is going to earn his insurance money. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not going to be pretty. This is a Chuck and Duck game for Joe Flacco. The right. immobile Joe Flacco, right, is going to get pounded by that defensive line. Yeah. It's, anyway. It's not pretty. Um, then we got, all right, last of the early window here. The Saints go into Philadelphia. It's a coin flip, though, right? It's kind of it is. Yeah. I, I see the Eagles winning it in the end, but it's going to be close. Only because they have stability at the quarterback position. Yeah. Right? 
Yeah. And the Saints are so decimated on offense. I mean, no Alvin Kamara, right? They haven't had Michael Thomas all year. They don't have Jameis Winston anymore. Jameis Winston, yeah. This is you know, I think they're missing their right tackle. I think it's the right tackle. Yeah. One of, the, one of their one of their bigger li- like one of their more you know effective linemen is out. Oh, it's bad news. Bad news all around. On the road, yeah. I think I think Philadelphia wins. But. All right, Bengals going into Las Vegas against the Raiders, Cincinnati. Cincinnati wants to right that ship, I say. Yeah, I think big game for Joey Burrow. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. The Raiders, they're just like this big rock right now, just plummeting. You know, they they had some – they flashed quickly uh, in the face of all this adversity, but what we know about adversity is it's not always galvanizing. I think – they could have withstood one of the hiccups. They're not going to withstand all of the yeah. hiccups. Uh, I think I think it's the Bengals, and I think it's big. Yeah. 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 Uh, Cowboys and the Chiefs. This is another good game. You know what it's going to cost in Kansas City to go to this football game? You tell me. Lowest ticket price, 241 That's how big of a game this is. That's how big a game this is. Lowest yeah. price, 241 Listen, the Chiefs... I don't know. Listen, I need to ask you a question. I saw this happen last night in college football, and I thought it was anomaly, but I'm just seeing it here now, and this drives me nuts. Okay? Kansas City, what's the name of the stadium there? I thought it was Arrowhead. It is. Always has been, right? But now it's Jehoff Field at Arrowhead Stadium. That's weird. So, like, last night I saw in Washington State, they've named the field and then also the stadium. Listen, folks, stop being greedy with your naming rights. Just have the stadium. It's Arrowhead Stadium. Stop naming the effing field, okay? Stop. (laughs) This is terrible. I thought that was some collegiate shenanigans, and I was whatever about it, but now that it's in the pro level, stop. Let's just stop it now. Pretty soon we're going to have the SoFi bathroom or whatever. Like, stop it. Like, stop buying urinal space. Stop selling all your stuff. I get it's hard times in this economy. Just tighten it up for the history of the game, for the yep. love of everything holy. Golly, I can't believe this is a rant. What are we doing with our lives where we're naming bathrooms and fields separately from the stadium? You're buying the naming rights for the grass. What are you do next? Sell the end zone out? This is hey, the you can make money somewhere. Zone. The home end zone sponsored by Pfizer. The way end zone sponsored by Moderna. Hey, then you know. Stupid. Then you know you hit like you know. Now you're just pandering. <laughs> It's like crypto arena or whatever, and like the state. It's the staple Center, folks. Always yeah. is, has been, and will be. Okay, listen. I thought I was on one because we renamed Key Arena Climate Pledge Arena, and I was like, oh, well, that's cute. Nope. Listen, this is a trend. It needs to stop. It's gross. It's terrible. Name your stadium and call it a day. Stop. God bless America. You're a multi-billion-dollar organization. Stop taking four million dollars for a stupid name. All right. God Stop. dang it. Why am I so mad about this? This is pissing me off. Who do you who okay. do you pick? <laughs> well, I, I always pick against the Cowboys. Yeah, Kansas City. <laughs> I I actually am picking Kansas City as well. I think I think, I think they're, they're on track, right? I think yeah. they finally figured out whatever was wrong with them. They're at home. It's a big game. Rarely do you see Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes lay an egg on national TV, right? No, no it's a big game. Big game. Kansas probably, City. It's probably Fox's game of the week. To be honest with you, so. You, know, you can then listen to got, Corey can pander to the Cowboys yeah. fans while he pretends to be unbiased. <laughs> hey, Cardinals Seahawks. 
Gosh, please don't make me pick this game. I'm picking CF. What? Yeah. I think they're due. I think Arizona right now is a paper tiger after that the last loss. And is it Colt McCoy going in there? I don't think Colt McCoy could do that to Russell Wilson. Uh, okay, well, I would just like to remind you that last year, Colt McCoy played for the Giants. He came into Seattle and whipped their ass. <laughs> so. Hey, you're bringing this on yourself. I'm calling Seattle. I know. I'm a realist. Listen, I'm a realist, Sean. I'm a fan. I'm a diehard fan. I'm also a realist. Hey, Colt McCoy whipped our ass last week. We're Arizona always gives us a good game at home. Yeah. I, Chris Carson is landing IR. We don't have a running game. The receiving core is in shambles. The defense is playing, playing, playing well. Russell Wilson is, I don't know who he is. He's Sierra's backup dancer at this point with that finger the way it is. Here's my thing. Um, if I'm Seattle still picking doesn't... Seattle, but I'm not very confident. Yeah. If Seattle doesn't win, you might as well stick a fork in them now then. Yeah. Oh, if they don't win, we need to start playing for uh, draft position, which doesn't <laughs> really matter because we have to give it to the freaking Jets anyway. <laughs> all bad it's all bad up here sean it's all bad i'm picking seattle because you know i just i want i want to see seattle win another game for crying out loud Listen, I'm, I did picking, not I'm picking this. Seattle. i'm picking seattle by a field goal but i'm betting arizona with the points okay wow there we go ah steelers steelers chargers and is big ben back big ben back for that Sunday he is, he is back about an hour ago he passed his uh last test so he'll be playing i don't know that it matters Hey, that's the that Pittsburgh defense has picked it up. You know, this is a home game for the Pittsburgh folks, even though it's on the West Coast. They 100% listen. They played in LA two years ago, yeah, and it was they were waving terrible towels in that stadium, and it was noticeable. Like, <laughs> and I listen. imagine it's the same. It's just, I was hoping that we could talk to Tristan about this game because it's gonna. I was more curious how he'd feel about how his, his team's gonna have a home, road game at home, but yeah, yeah. It's not as enticing as a game as it was initially in the schedule. I think it's Pittsburgh's not who we thought they were going to be. Yeah. Uh, the defense is starting to get on track. TJ Watt's a little banged up. Yeah. The offense is atrocious. Uh, also banged up at receiver. But look at Justin Big Herbert. Just himself. Justin yeah. Herbert had three picks in the first seven, I think, and then three picks in the last three. So well, I, it's, some of it's, you know, I mean, what you can say about quarterbacks is the same thing we said about starting pitchers, right? Yeah, yeah. Once yeah, the tape's yeah. out and once you get to see it, yeah. You know, that's the tell. That's, that's what makes these elite quarterbacks better than the great quarterbacks, right? I mean, Dustin Herbert's a great quarterback. Oh, he's, right? he's, he's going to be great, but, absolutely. But yeah. being elite, yeah. he hasn't taken that step yet because no. they can watch the film and dissect him, and he's not smart enough to beat it. So, I, I think it's going to be the Steelers winning as well. I, I do. By a field goal. It's going to be close, you know. That defense is going to keep him in, and Ben's just going to have to dink and dunk. That's basically what's going to happen. Well, that's the Steelers' offense from, yeah. So for the Mike Tomlin era, right? I mean, that's just dink yeah. dunk, run game, run game, run game, dink dunk, eighty yard pass, dink dunk, dink dunk. It's so frustrating. <laughs> Refs give him a call, a erroneous <laughs> touchdown. I just want to see them make offensive, the postseason and then lose. PI in the end zone, and then see that. That guy just go nuts again and smash up another TV. You lost. The- <laughs> that, that, you lost a Baker Mayfield. <laughs> I need to see that, that was, again. I don't know. That was real hurt for that guy. That was. He was in pain. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. All right. Monday night game. Listen, Tampa. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> you got to win a game. You thought you were going to win Washington against Washington. Well, <laughs> this is another tee up for you. <laughs> what do we What do we know about Tom Brady coming out of stinkers? Usually he's pretty vindictive. Usually a three-game otherworldly stat level blowout yeah. wins. And, and they're playing the Giants. The Giants, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying as well. It's like you got some uh, Kobe concerns and the Giants secondary. Oh, uh, got a lame duck coach. We've got a terrible offensive coordinator and Jason Garrett. Here's the thing: Saquon, Saquon Barkley looks like a bust. I mean, I get he's coming off of an ACL and some other significant injuries, but. He feels a bit injury prone to me. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm there, and I'm looking at this game, and I'm thinking to myself, well, Tom, if you ever needed something tailor made, this is it. So, <laughs> I'm thinking that Tampa's going to win. Uh, I won't be shocked if they lose. Actually, I would be shocked if they lose another game. Actually, especially against the Giants. It's like, listen in a world of shock and awe, especially this week. Tampa Bay losing to the Giants will be the most shocking thing. I happen. think so. I think so. I think it would be pretty embarrassing. But that concludes the picks of the week. Once oh. again. Man. Listen, Brad, always great time. Uh, talking I, have a one, I have a one-on-one question for you. I'm ready to listen. What is your favorite cereal of all time? Of all time? Like right now, mm-hmm. like you have to have a bowl of cereal. Like, because first of all, I should preface by saying a bowl of cereal is always warranted. It doesn't matter what mm-hmm. time of day it is, it, mm-hmm. like, a bowl of cereal is magic. So for me, <clears throat> there's a couple of go to's go to's that I nope, like. it's one. It's one. Yeah. If I have to, and if it's one, an off, if it's an off Canadian brand, I I swear, like this is the last segment we're ever doing. No, no. it's uh, it's honeycombs. Oh, I I don't know what it is, but I like honeycomb. Yeah, because it's big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not small. No, no, no. Honeycomb's got the big, big taste. Is that an ad from the sixties? <laughs> I love honeycomb. I don't know why. Next is Lucky you Charms. Have, you don't have to have a reason why. Yeah, yeah, listen, Lucky Charms is up there, but like it's only because of the marshmallows. So if you get a bad marshmallow to cereal ratio, it's not as good. Yeah. But That's you what know, takes it away. every bite you're getting out of that honeycomb, it's all goodness. It's... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, I didn't even think up a, a one-on-one question there originally coming on, but I do have something right now in the back of my head. Spit it out. I'm sure it's going to be entertaining. I'm going to spit it right out here. So, if you had a pick of the all-time greatest hip-hop musical sports anthem, what is yours? Uh, It's Ken Griffey Jr.'s walk-up music, which was Naughty by Nature's Hip-Hop Hooray. Oh, I like that. Easily. I like that. Um, I don't know why, but it was always uh, California 
<laughs> knows how to party. <laughs> California. And the thing is, is that I don't know why, but back in that time period, you hear that and you just get all like, hmm. Okay, first of all, not back in that time. You put that song on right now. I'm going to stand up out of the chair and dance. Okay? <laughs> I'm shaking it if that song even starts. Right now. Man, I, I you know you mean like a yeah like as a as a like in stadium music to get like the crowd going? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, that's man. Uh, it's also, I would say, it's so for me, it's a toss up between that song. Since you took it, I'll give you an actual song that's not King River Jr. walk up related. Uh, but House of Pain's Jump Around is Ooh, also right. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good one. That might be the only song that transcends all sports. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've heard that at a hockey game, mm-hmm. at a baseball game, mm-hmm. football game, basketball game, soccer game. I don't know what other sports there are there. Hey, there's my wife. Hi, wife. <laughs> yeah. Well, another week down, another week to go. But in between that, I hope everybody has a great time. Watch these games. Sports is coming out and churning out. It's awesome. It's awesome. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Black Friday, if you participate, stay safe, be good. Sean, always a pleasure. Even if we're we're different-minded, we're the same, right? That's what matters. That's pretty much it. Till next time, kids. Be good or be good at it. Right out. You've listened to the podcast, but now it's time to visit us in our virtual sports bar. Get all of our info at guysbeersports.com, where you can find all the ways to connect with us. Watch for live conversations with Brad and Sean that happen throughout the week and join in with your favorite local beer. You can share your thoughts in the conversation comments with your own uploaded videos or even join us as a guest live commentator. The GBS Virtual Sports Bar is open for business. Come on in, boys and girls.